Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. We're all gonna die together out here. <laughs> You're a good group of boys to die with, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you should have come here. Oh, yes. Yes, you should have come here. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to a edition of the Arnie State Show. Thank you so much for waking up and being a part of the day. 
hope you're doing well on this fine May 24th morning. And, and first one here, let, 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 let's get this out of the way real quick. Uh, hey, konnichiwa, bud. Yeah. What's up? Oh, yeah, my man made. Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, Maid's first one here says, good morning, Ask an AIG Japanese word of the day is Oshiri no Ana. Translation, butthole. There you go. So we know that one now. And now, now we have a special second person. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Today is somebody's birthday. Cowboys girl. There you go. There you go. Happy birthday. You got an email in too today. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but happy birthday. One more for you. Hold on a second. We got to get the big man in here. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Join the president. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Cowboys girl. Happy birthday Come on. to you. Come on. It's her birthday. You should have got that one right, Mr. President. Cowboys girl, happy more, uh, birthday to you this fine morning. Hockey players says, good morning, ass family. How about those golden nights? Hey, pal. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. How about we not rub it in that, that, that the stars are down three games to nothing? And this series is all but over. They got shut out last night, four to nothing. Christ on a freaking Ritz cracker, man! Oh man, I was. I, uh, hockey season was fun, but hey, Rangers won last night. Rangers are still in first place, so I got that going for me. Oh my lucky stars! The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. No, it wasn't that bad last night. You weren't even awake for it. My gosh, I hope that you're having a spectacular day today. House of Pain says happy. Hold on a second, get to that damn thing there. Pump day! Ass family, right back at you, Mr. House of Pain. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says happy. Pump day! Dr. States and ass family. Gold says happy. Pump day! Assholes, Panda's in the house. He says, good morning. Gold says, Applecore. Man, I'm telling you right now, if you weren't moved by that first block of 80s songs, I mean, that's solid 80s gold right there. Sister Christian by Night Ranger. Sly Fox's Let's Go All The Way. When was the last time you heard Let's Go All The Way? And then, of course, you have to have Journey in there. Open Arms, come on now. That, that, that is an 80s power ballad at its finest. It doesn't get any better than that. Uh, my man, oh, wait, hold on. We got we to we do this one here. Um, uh, there he is. Good morning, Mr. Stinkfist. I hope that you're doing well this morning. All right, enough of that. Yeah, enough of that. Okay. Uh, Gold says we'd like to ask all of you to put out your lighters for this ballad, please. And there's a <laughs> stinkless. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Speaking of lighters, uh, I watched that Woodstock documentary on Netflix. Pretty good. What a shit show. Dude, everything I've seen about, you know, Woodstock, 
what a fascinating time that was. Just, I mean, that was, they, you couldn't pull it off today, and they pulled that off. They pulled that off by doing the Woodstock 99 with Limp Biscuit and all them. Now, if you're talking about that one, I that was a complete shit show. Back then, back in the 60s when Jimi Hendrix did it, it was a 68, 69, I don't know, Woodstock. It was before my time. I know it's weird. There's something actually before my time. Man, all them people wanted to do was take acid, smoke reefer, if they called it that, weed, grass. I don't think they had the cool name of the devil's lettuce for it yet. I don't think they had any booger sugar either. I think that was a little bit before the booger sugar craze happened. That's the cacania. A cocaine, if you will. Devil's dandruff. Yeah, 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 the, the devil has them all. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sanchez family says, yo, big. And V. Coop says, happy birthday, Cowboys girl. Uh, Battleborn says, happy birthday, Cowboys girl. Thank you. Uh, Brad Kid says, happy birthday. How about them Golden Knights? Three goals in eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, Derek is in the house. Good morning, my friend Derek. I hope that you are doing well. Becca, Becca. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. He's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, hey, just you. a great guy. And yeah. Really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. You're out. Uh, good morning to you. She says, morning, y'all. I'm working from home today in about two hours. That shall consist from working from the pool. There you go. Oh, I thought I, I forgot we were in 80 songs. Duh. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Uh, let's see. I was one year old in 1969. And a very special happy birthday to you, Cowboys girl. Well, there you go. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have been doing this all week or, or for the last week or so. No, it is not celebrity-ass deathmatch, but... Possible candidates for fight of the year. Oh, man. Now, now the first one I'm going to play. I saw this one online, and I, I will share it with you, I promise, as I always do. Um, I'm going to have to do some research into it because I think this is a couple years old. It says it, this is at a youth uh, softball game in Tennessee. Shocking. Well, you know what? Since since we're going to have to go there, let's do it, shall we? Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee's shit. Ain't no people or place worth seeing there. It's just a real bit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Uh-huh. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to win. Everybody! Rocky Top! Rocky Top Tennessee, Rocky Top Tennessee, Woo! All right, so our first fight is from Tennessee at a, a youth softball game where parents for the red team taking on parents from the blue team, and everybody looks like they've eaten too much. There we go. 
Oh, it's on a hilltop. Oh, there's the dad in one of them in a white shirt with an orange hat. Obviously a balls fan. A man has been taken to the ground. They're rolling around. There's a kick to the gut. Oh, my God. The guy in black is on top. Now, a woman has thrown a shoe in the ring. She's thrown her shoe in there. My God, a shoe's being involved. Now another fat lady is trying to pull a man off by his legs. Some man is showing off how hairy his chest is to show dominance. As the girls on playing softball are crying. Now, I, I got to say, um, not, not the greatest fight. But once again, I have to, I, I, I have to say, I have to do some due diligence here just to see if, uh, if that indeed was a real fight. Now, our next fight comes to us from the windy city, if you will, Chicago, Illinois. And this happened, I believe, either last night or the night before. And it happened, of all places, O'Hare Airport. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you fight number two for Canada, fight of the year. Let's go. There we go, TMZ. Oh, they're, they're in the luggage area. They're swinging on each other. Oh, I'm seeing punches. Bam! Bam! Oh, man, the guy in the green. Oh, he's about to get a double-edged takeover. There's a man who's got his shirt ripped. Oh, somebody comes in throwing a Superman punch. Oh, the guy in white, not a color you want to fight in, is throwing haymakers on the baggage carousel. People are waiting for their bags, sirs. The voice of reason has come in to stop. Oh, now the girls are fighting. Oh, my gosh. Oh, someone's getting hit. Oh, a man swung on a woman. Who is swinging a purse? My God in heaven. We need some authorities from the back here. Now a big gal in yellow comes in there to save the red-headed woman with all the extensions. Who continues to brawl? Whew. Man, of those two, I gotta go. I I, I gotta go. Uh, announcer tiredness. Um, the the second one definitely. I gotta say the second one was better of the two. Possible leading candidate fight of the year. Possible, not that great of a fight though. Hmm. It lacked one major component for fight of the year. Children around. Not enough children were around. So I, I, it, it, it's up there for a good fight, but you, you know the parameters that we set here. They, they, they're tough. They're tough here to get fight of the year. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's see what this has got to do. Oh, gosh. A drag. Okay. We'll get to that here in a second. All right. So, um. I I don't even know where to start. Uh, I'm in a good mood today. Uh, Let's put it this way. I'm in a very good mood today. I I don't know why I woke up right side of the the bed. Didn't watch any news this morning, so that's good. Looked at some stories. Nothing big. You know, nothing new from, from what I had proposed for the show. So... I go into this in a good mood. I'm just warning you that, that I'm going into this with a good mood. And I have to say that after the research I did on this first story, I have never seen a more, and and, and honest to God, for the longest time, 
I thought this was possibly the most racist thing ever said on TV. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. It's said by a black man, which they don't play anymore. Still think the McDonald fight or the Waffle House chair catch above these two. Oh, Waffle House chair fight is still fight of the year so far. I mean, the girl catching the chair, that was fucking awesome. So here we go. This is what was played yesterday on that little television show called The View. This is white, white as the driven snow, Joy Behar talking about the black experience. And he's one of these guys who, you know, he's like Clarence Thomas, black Republican who believes in pulling yourself by your bootstraps, rather than, to me, understanding the systemic racism that African-Americans face in this country and other minorities. He doesn't get it, neither does uh, Clarence. Right. And that's why they're Republicans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this was said about a guy who threw his hat in the ring to run for Republican nomination for president, a man named Tim Scott, and we're going to talk about him here in a second. She brought up Clarence Thomas. What she wanted to say, but her censors wouldn't let her say it. And and I'll get to it just in a second here. I got to say good morning. Yeah! Ogre! Buenos dias, familia! Thanks to Mixer for logging me out inexplicably and then having to reset my password. At least I got to hear the commentary on the beautiful luggage fight. Well, good. There you go. So Joy Behar says that since they're Republicans and they believe in pulling themselves up by the way, they, they don't know what systemic racism is. Well, I don't know. And I'm going to talk about Ted Lasso here in a second because somebody asked me about it. Um, I'm not going to ruin it, but wow, boy, what does it set up for next week? Holy shit. And by the way, hey, hey, Cowboys girl, I'm going to let you know, I didn't know this. It dropped last night. I watched it last night. Usually they come out today, but I watched it last night. So next week, which is the last Ted Lasso episode, and I'm not ready for that yet. Um, something major is going to happen at the very beginning. It was a great episode. Um, I'm, I'm still not happy with something, but but we'll talk about it once you're all caught up. <clears throat> so going back to Joey Behar, what she wanted to say, but what her censors wouldn't let her say, and because, well, they're ABC, is she wanted to call them Uncle Toms. That's what she wanted to call them. Um... Joy's the most racist person on TV, but it's okay because she has black friends. Hey there, Roscoe. Um, she wanted to call him Uncle Tom's because they don't know what the black experience is like. Now, I, I haven't done the deep dive on Tim Scott yet, but let me, let me tell you what I, I did do last night. I, I looked into Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, who was born in, born in, uh, in, in Georgia, a very poor part of Georgia, in 1948. 1950s, father left, leaving his mother to have to do all kinds of work to where she didn't see her children a lot. And then their house burned down. 
They were homeless for a time. And then the grandparents adopted and, and took Clarence and, and, and the family in. Now, are, are you really trying to tell me that, that Clarence Thomas doesn't know the black experience growing up in the 50s in Georgia? Are, 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 are you for real on that? To say that, that, that he's this sellout or he's this Uncle Tom, maybe, maybe he has become that. Maybe, I, 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 I don't know, but, but to say he's never had to suffer through systemic race, I would say that he is probably somebody that could, but, 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 but let's go to Tim Scott next, shall we? I, I, I don't know how she keeps her job because to me that's the most, race. You're, you're telling someone they've, they don't know the experience because they decided to work hard. You're telling a black man he doesn't know what it's like to be black in America? Now, I'm sorry if that were the other way around. The person who said that would be, well, strung up for it. I'll say it. I'll be racist. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Decided that he would answer what The View said to him about him. And, of course, he decided to go God route. Meekness is not my weakness. I believe in the gospel. I believe Matthew 5, 4, 4 says, love your enemies. But if you're breaking my house, I also believe in the Second Amendment. We have to ignore the far left by disproving their lies and our action. Here's the funny thing. The host, Sonny, she wants to be judged by the content of her character, not the color of her skin. The fact of the matter is America is a story of evolution. I never told story of evolution in too many of our schools are indoctrinating our kids instead of educating our kids. Now, I got to say, look, I, I have nothing wrong with Tim Scott. Nothing. You know, I, I think he's one of the, the first ever black senators from South Carolina. Now, I would imagine that living in South Carolina his whole life, he's probably had to deal with one or two you know, run-ins with racism. Uh, he only had to suffer through a white senator trying to stop him from being a black Supreme Court justice. You, you remember that, Senator Joe Biden. Oh, I remember that. Tim can't be accused of threatening to shoot Joy because, according to her, blacks don't have guns. Well, let's remember what she actually did say. Uh, very, very, very stupid. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Now, I, I, I still don't know what that means. Is there, a, is there an amendment somewhere hidden in the Constitution, the racist amendment that says black folks can't own guns? I'd like for somebody to show that one to me because then we can start talking. I mean, because the way she makes it sound. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Is that what Malcolm X and, and Martin Luther King were doing? They were trying to get gun laws passed for black folks. <laughs> black people can't have guns according to the KK Constitution. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Kukukka Constitution. Look, do, do I think that Tim Scott has a chance? 
I think Tim Scott has a great chance of being picked for vice president. It depends on how he polls. Honestly, Donald Trump is going to lay waste to these people. He's going to eviscerate them because he doesn't care. And by by and 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 when we look at these people who are running, except Swami, because Swami ain't a part of the swamp neither. You got these other people that have been all part of the swamp, and they got swamp shit on them. Tim Scott, I'm gonna say it. Tim Scott's got some swamp shit on him. We all talk about this. We all talk. I I I am trying to make America better. I'm trying to get people to work together. Now, I don't care what letters are in front of your name. Do what's better for America. And everybody who has been in that big-ass building who's been working there for the last, I don't know, at least 15 to 20, 30 years has been doing what's best for their party, especially the last 5 to 10 years. So instead of that and pulling the party line and doing all that kind of shit, how about you pull the line for America and do what's right for America? I know, that's stupid to say work together. But but can't we all just... I, I got to think that there's some common ground in places where we can sit down and these people are educated, but they, they, they allow their whack job, nut liberal, and then nut far right wing run everything. Can't we have a discussion about topics that are, are tough? I don't know. Topics like abortion. Can't we come to an agreement on that? I, I mean, the, 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 the ones that pull the purse strings, the far left and right of each of those, one says none at all ever, even in rape. And the other one says, well, you can birth it, and then, you know, maybe a half hour later you can kill it. There's, there, there's no ground that you guys can meet on in the middle anywhere there? None? Really? Gun laws? When, when, when people realize that guns aren't the problem, that people are the problem, when they realize that the more gun laws they pass... It's only affecting legal gun owners. I got to think that both sides have people smart enough to sit down and so get somewhere in the middle and understand these things. But I understand it's not. I, I, I understand I'm pissing in the wind. Well, Look at God. that. I was getting worried, straight fire. He says, what up, ass? Finally back from New York City. New York City. Uh, graduation was great. No ass, not so much. Well, hey, you were missed, my friend. I, uh, congratulations on not paying tuition anymore. Having a, a Fordham graduate in your house. Well, that's good to say, isn't it? Yes, my son graduated from Fordham. <laughs> Fordham. Do you have a monocle yet? I'd carry a monocle around and say that. Whenever you, uh, where'd your son graduate from? You say, hold on a second. And you put in the monocle and you, you get kind of a British attitude. You go, Fordham. There you go. I'll get you free drinks, I bet. 
Ogre says, and considering the caliber of VP we have right now, fucking abandoned shoe in a lost and found bin of a homeless shelter could do a better job than Kamala. <laughs> Boy, man, oh man, that is vividly painting the picture. <laughs> but fun crimes are only high in red cities, according to fat British singers. Well, this is, this is what I love so much. B. Coop sent me this thing this morning, and uh, it's a tweet by someone whose name is Adele. When I say the name Adele, what comes to mind? Not that one. Not that one. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. Mm Mm-hmm. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. The 15 most dangerous cities in America, according to Forbes magazine, and this person that tweeted this says, the crime rate is high in red cities, meaning cities that are run by Republicans. So I said, you know what? Okay, okay. I'll look at this. The first one, St. Louis, Missouri, Democrat. Number two, Mobile, Alabama. Republican. Number three, Birmingham, Alabama. Democrat. Number four, Baltimore, Maryland. Democrat. Number five, Memphis, Tennessee. Democrat. Number six, Detroit, Michigan. Democrat. Number seven, Cleveland, Ohio. No party affiliation. Closer to a Democrat. Number eight, New Orleans, Louisiana, Democrat. Shreveport, Louisiana, Republican. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Democrat. Little Rock, Arkansas, Democrat. Oakland, California, Democrat. Of the 12 cities, nine are Democrat. And by the way, there's a little stat underneath it. Um, according to uh, the, the votes gathered, the number one city, St. Louis, uh, Missouri, 82% of the city voted for Joe Biden. Baltimore, 87%. Memphis, 64%. Detroit, 68%. New Orleans, 83%. Oakland, 80%. These are not red cities. This is this is all bullshit. This is Forbes magazine putting out. Now they did not. They just put out the crime stats for the cities. They did not go and say, "Oh, these are red cities." This is some moron who's trying to pass this off as real. That only big crimes happen in red cities because of guns. Add up the populations of those cities and compare it to crime. I'm guessing the sheer numbers skew heavily towards Democratic mayors. Hell, Chicago alone, despite maybe a lower percentage, is probably bigger than the rest put together. Them and, uh, I mean, the murder capital of America is New Orleans, Louisiana now. They saw numbers change this year at Mardi Gras because of fucking how dangerous the city has become. Now, 
Will that get something done? No. I know a little something about uh, the city of New Orleans and their mayor. Their mayor is in the in the move. In, is I, I don't know if they've removed her yet, but she, they're trying to recall this mayor who is using uh, the police force as her own like bodyguard service and chauffeur service for her and her family. I'm not making that up. She hadn't been to the office for like 250 straight days. Okay? Democrat. And has done nothing about the murder issue in New Orleans. Well, when their Mardi Gras numbers fail, what what do I always say on this show? There is only one color that matters in the world. Especially in this country. And that, that, that color is green. You're fucking with people's money at Mardi Gras. A lot of people make their year, their year's worth of money during that eight to ten days. And you let crime get out of hand where people don't want to go there? That's a problem. Jazzman, how are you, my friend? He says, happy. Bump day. Uh, ask family words of wisdom for today. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Have a great day, everybody. Swoosh says crime is always higher in democratic cities. They make rules to let criminals off. They force bad things on people to continue to control them. These idiots keep voting that way, too. That's the part that just gets me. You know, that really is the part that gets me. These people that, that, well, I, I, I guess... You know, they, they go to the lowest common denominator, the people that need shit, the, the homeless and all them kind of people. I don't know if homeless can even vote. Can they vote? But they keep giving them shit, and those people are going to go, well, I got to vote for that guy, otherwise I'm not going to get this shit. And here's the big problem. I'm not going to blame the people that vote for them. I'm going to blame the people that don't vote. It is, it is your civic duty to go out and, 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 and you know me, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not, and I'm not going to say if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. You're an American, you always have a voice. But for the love of God, try to save your country maybe. Maybe do a little something. Oh, wait, oh, I got to take this phone call. Hold on a second. Here, um, I, I'll, I'll play uh, La Cucaracha here. Hold on a second. La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha. I had to take that. That was the doctor calling. Got my restless egg medicine. Uh, I, I, I spilled it the other night in the sink, and last night was kind of a tough night. Um, oh, isn't that a cute picture of Roscoe looking at me broadcasting? Someday, someday this will all be yours, Roscoe. Damn it, I need to work, and you have me dancing instead. Voting to keep programs, get money, but they don't realize they wouldn't need that if them dim taxes were removed. Uh, look, it, it, it it's it's the way of the world, and it's 
It's the people that don't like. I looked at the last election. You look at the last election, last big election we had, the one that makes people vote, the presidential one, the money shot of the elections. I think every election is important, but that's me. Allegedly, he had 81 million votes, and Donald Trump had what? Uh, 79 million, 80 million. So, so 160 million out of a 330 million Americans voted. That's less than half of America voted. You have to go out there and do it. I mean, I mean, we 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 scoff at the numbers that that Joe Biden got. <laughs> I don't believe it, but hey. That means about 162 million Americans, give or take whatever, you know, voted in this election. I don't think that I and, and here's the other thing. I don't think that many people actually voted, not live people. Still only half. I know that we're never going to get a hundred percent turnout. I, I I I'm not a pie in the sky guy. I know that there are people, uh, like, there, there's this one solid group of people, and I don't know why TikTok is trying to pay these young influencers money to, to do Democratic speeches on there and show how bad the GOP is, because young people don't vote. And until they start voting, I'm going to every single election cycle say, fuck the youth vote. So his dad says, good morning, Arnie. Have you heard the story of Tucker Carlson? Apparently, Megyn Kelly reported last night that his firing was an agreement with Fox and Dominion in the lawsuit. You know, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all that that was part of it. The, the, The things that I want to tell you that happened to me or not even I'm not even close to being on that level and shifty shit happened to me a couple times and I'm nowhere near that level so when you get to that level you have to watch your back at all times and fox losing a 750 million that's 3 quarters of a billion dollars they had to pay dominion voting machines and Tucker Carlson led the way on that. Now, you can believe him. You can choose. I, 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 I don't know enough about the story because I didn't care because I knew that the fucking election, in my opinion, was not on the up and up. And I didn't need voting machines to tell me. When I watch shit with my own eyes, as I was watching that election, let, let, let's remember, let's go back in time, shall we? Let, 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 let's go back uh, just what, what, to 2020. If I can find the damn music, my damn thing is gone. There we go. There you go. We did a show that night. Me and Tommy did a political show. And we were on from about 7 o'clock our time here in Texas, 5 o'clock California time, till about 11.30. We were on for a while. And, uh... Tommy finally left. I I can I I, I ended the show and uh, I wasn't doing a show the next day. I was going to lunch with my old boss, and um, I remember having the TV on all night and watching it. And I remember when they said they were going to stop counting votes, and I'm like, why are they going to stop counting votes? First of all, first of all, this is the United States election. We don't stop and take a break. 
Okay, you have people for that. You have people that you shuffle in for that, that, that work the 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. counting shift. Okay, that, that's what you do, but they didn't do that. They said, no, no, no. And Donald Trump had a 300,000 lead vote. I kid you not, I fell asleep when they said they were, they were going to stop counting votes. I woke up like two and a half, three hours later, and I see that the votes have dramatically changed from a 300,000-vote lead to now he's losing by about 200,000 votes. In the same area that they said they were going to stop counting votes. So, uh, you know, hey, hi, Mama. Good morning to you. She says, happy hump day, ass family. Well, happy hump day to you, too, as well, hot mom. So, I guess what I'm getting, uh, trying to get to here is to go out and vote in the next election. I don't care who you vote for. I mean, I've tried to dumb it down. For everybody to compare your four years, your financial, your life, your your health, your happiness from 2016 to 2020. And then I want you to do the exact same thing for 2020 to 2024. And tell me which one was better. Tell me which one was better. And that's the way you should vote. Now, if your four years were fucked up because a mean guy who was orange tweeted mean things but didn't cause you to, you know, maybe lose your house, lose a car, go bankrupt, he was just mean on Twitter. You didn't like that because you like Twitter. You shouldn't vote then. You're a person that shouldn't vote. In Arizona, they found internet access to those machines. There have been more than enough evidence to cast doubt. Never have I gone to sleep and the election swing over a million votes. I, I swoosh, I hear you. I look, man. I hear you. And by the way, we have another instance of how they're trying to lie to you. And I am going to put all this on me. I am going to say this, uh, and I promise you this. I guarantee. Um, oh, you goddamn. I, you know what? I, I don't like this. Hold on. God damn it. Washington Post. Let's see. All right. There it is. Oh, they're, they're trying to tell you again. So I want you to, to go back a few weeks. We had this uh, shooter in Texas. Um, this guy went to the, the Allen Premium Outlet Malls, place I've gone to a number of times. He pulled up. He got out of his car. He opened fire with an assault rifle-type gun. Killed nine people. Eight people, including himself, so I don't count him because Alan Cop blew his head off. And the narrative was he was a white supremacist. And you remember, remember, like, like, like the commencement speech that 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 Joe Biden gave at Howard University, which, by the way, Howard students were not happy about that. I've seen a few videos that they are not happy about that. Um, but he came out and said that, that the white supremacy is the t- most terrorist thing. It's the worst thing for America. It's what we should be fearing most. 
It's the only terrorist group we should be fearing are white supremacists. And they told us that a guy named Mauricio Garcia, whose parents needed translators from the FBI to be interviewed after their son was righteously killed, after eliminating the lives of eight people, I believe three of which were children. At least three were children. We're told he was a member of a white supremacist group because he had fresh fucking SS's on his, on his arms and a swastika on his chest. We're told he's a white supremacist. I like to know my hate groups. It's just one of the things I follow as, as, as a student. I, I came up and I was a journalism major, so I, I've done my research and I, I, I do some digging every now and then. And now, I'll get to my findings here in a second. This happened over the weekend. A 19-year-old man from Missouri, Missouri, drove into barriers near the White House, said he was there to do harm to the president. He was trying to drive like a U-Haul trucker in there or a rental truck in there, and he had a Nazi flag. And I guess in the interview, and I'm not kidding, I'm not kidding, he, 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 he pretty much said, What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper. Yeah. But. No, no, he's not. Um, I'm, I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. You can tell us like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but. Whoever he is, um, I'm sure he's amazing. Oh, totally, right? totally. Because I like his name, to be honest. Hitler. There you go. There you go. Um, um, this fellow said, oh, I, I, I thought he was a great military mind and stuff. This guy's name, by the way, is Sai Varshif Kandula. Now, now, now. <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Varshith Kendula of Chesterfield, Missouri. Uh, Special Kale says, I've never seen such a dark-skinned Nazi. Uh, he's very cleansing. Um, I know for a fact, for a fact, like, you know, I could... Hey, Pickles, is he related? <laughs> Obviously a Missouri native. They're pushing white supremacy narratives so hard. Mexicans, black proud boys, gay Canadian hippies, all white supremacists now. <laughs> Those Nazis are really getting into DEI, diverse equity inclusion. I know for a fact that they ain't going to take somebody that looks like him. I'm I, I just going to say that right now, and that's all, I'm going to leave it right there. I think one of the main rules of, of being a white supremacist is if you've got uh, too many consonants in your name, they ain't going to let you in. If your name is harder than Earl to pronounce, they ain't letting you in. 
Davids have a hard time. Where do you think we got the shortened version of Dave from? That's right. Racists. Ever think the movie Black Klansman inspired lots of colored fellows to become Nazis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I think Donald Glover had that effect on everyone. I mean, seriously. Can we just stop with that? And, and by the way, it was really, really cool what the police did with, uh, as I as I see his mug shot. Now, here you go. I'll, I'll go ahead and share. Or This is a shot from high school from him. Okay, uh, I'll, 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 I'll happily share this with you. This guy is the face of white supremacy in every convenience store in America. Um, the police, they put the car on display for all the cameras to see, right? The, the truck. And then they took out the big Nazi flag that they, he had inside. Looks pretty new to me. Put that on the ground so everybody could see it. Come on, man. <laughs> you know what? Th- th- this is kind of what I hope. I hope that I'm on a flight somewhere. Nobody's with me. None, none of my family because I don't want them to die. Because, see, this would be, this would be a very fitting way for me to go out. And that's laughing. Laughing at the pure stupidity of what I see happening. I want to be on a plane. And when I get on the plane, I, I, I'm feeling a little hurt. And, and I'm not, I, maybe I'll get up and get probably stabbed or something. But I, I'll, I'll fight a little bit. But I can't wait until a bun- bunch of these uh, Middle Easterners, they stand up on a plane, they start yelling, Ollie, Ollie, oxen free, and they want everybody, you know, to fucking take their seat, and somebody's got a timer, and they're going to blow up the plane and all this kind of shit. All I want is to hear one of them terrorists scream out white power. That's all I need. I'll be able to die a happy and <laughs> just laughing man. Because I know that'll be what they want as the narrative that a white supremacist group brought down a plane. White, white power. Hello. Hello, my name is Dirk. And I hate the mud people. <laughs> yes, it's true. I hate the mud people. Don't get me started on those Jews. Hello. Thank you. Come again. Hey, Arnie, do you think a Japanese guy like me can use uh, affirmative action to join the KKK or the skinheads? Probably not. You, you, you know, you don't have the right, um, you really don't have the right look. See, see, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're genetically DNA, you're fucked. Luger says, all this immediate disclosure, yet nothing on the trans shooter's manifesto. Oh, thank you so much. Correct the mundo. How about that little Jeffrey Epstein fella, huh? Oh, Whoa, you thought we forgot about that one, did you? B. Coop says, as a professional crime scene photographer, I can say that scene was staged. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. Yeah, that it, it seemed a tad bit staged, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not buying this. Now, we got to talk about this. 
And I don't necessarily want to, but you got to. I thought we've had a couple good days so far of not talking a whole lot about, you know, them people. You know, the ones that are, you know, training, transitioning, those people. The other day I walked into a convenience store and the Hindu feller at the counter was on the phone and said, Ever been making chutney and samos and those pesky brown people are always around? Didn't Hitler say the Japanese were honorary Aryans since they were in the same side? Maybe, maybe, maybe Hitler tagged you in. Let's not forget about how the media outlet just happened to be there on time again. Yeah. Um, I love how they start this story off with some southern Target stores were forced by the corporation to move their pride merchandise away from the front of their locations after customer outrage to avoid a Bud Light situation. Ask family, when you see this story today, and you're going to hear me talk about it right here, this is not a story. This is Target making themselves a story, and Target trying to market themselves and save themselves from becoming Bud Light because they obviously have somebody who was a D student at marketing school who says, well, any publicity is good publicity, even bad publicity, yeah. Ask the fine folks over at Budweiser how that's doing. So you say they're targeting themselves. Aha, look at that, Derek. I like how you said that like that. That was very, very good. Becca! Um, this isn't a story. This is not a story. And I'm going to tell you why it's not a story. I know for a fact that I told you on this show that Target has children's clothes that are, are, are LGBT-friendly. Target has been doing this for the past three years. It's Pride Month. This is why this is a big deal, because it's Pride Month. And you get people going, well, those southern stores, they they, they move their stuff to the back. Well, probably rightfully so, because, well, they want to continue to do business. And they were told by corporate to move it to the back. You know why? Because they saw that, but now they go, oh, wait a second. We can make this to be like the hateful Southerners are forced. No, your own company did it first. And like I said, you've been selling these pride-themed shit for three years at least that I know of. This is not a story. This is a marketing campaign by Target. This is new Coke. That's what this is. Because they haven't stopped selling it. They moved it to the back of the store. Okay. Now, now, we'll discuss this. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to discuss this. Ogre says, hell, I, just yesterday I saw a news article about Bud Light buying back expired cases of Bud Light and did a Google search to learn more uh, for balance. The only results were from the New York Post, Daily News, Fox, etc., all right-wing, left news groups. Like mainstream media won't touch this whatsoever because it goes against the narrative. It does. Here's the thing. 
in America, and I will fight for your right to do this. Target, I hope you're listening to me. If you want to sell clothes that are, are, are themed towards the gay lifestyle, I have zero problem with it. Do you know why? Because I'm never going to buy it. <clears throat> now, does that make me a hateful person? If you say so, yes. Okay, I, I, I don't care. The reason why, it, it, it's because it means nothing to me. And I'm not putting, the, I'm not trying to be flip here. I'm just saying it doesn't matter to me. When I go to the, the local Target or Walmart store here around me, I see a bunch of rock wall, what are they, the, the, the yellow jackets? That's the high school team here. I see a bunch of rock wall shit being sold in stores. I think that's cool because schools maybe get some money from that. I think that's a cool thing. I wish they had that shit back when I was in school. I would have fucking been rocking South Garland shit all the time. I look at the gay stuff in Target like the Rockwall stuff that I see in the store. I'm never going to fucking buy it. It means nothing to me. You want to buy it? Go ahead and buy it. I don't give a shit. Now, there are people that, that see the gay stuff in store and go, oh, my God. Gay people have been around forever, okay? We, we, all, we all need to, to, to come together and realize that gay people have been around forever, all right? They got their way. They, they wanted to get married. We're, look, look, here. The straight people are like, you don't want this. You don't want this. You don't want that leash. Gay people are like, well, we like leashes, so we gave them that leash of marriage. Highest divorce rate in America? Gay couples. I know nobody saw that one coming, did they? Nobody saw it. Well, some of them saw it coming, but okay. After the Bud Light backlash, I wonder how many of these companies will rethink supporting Pride Month. These are all great questions. I'm glad to talk about that. I don't understand why gay people have to dress in some particular way, like there's a dress code on the, in the manual. You can only suck cock in fishnets and frilly shirts and drag gear. Here's the thing. I mean, and... <clears throat> Do you want to know why? Do, we, do you want to know why hardcore Christians are against homosexuality? It has a little bit to do with the Bible. Okay, there's passages in the Bible that says men shouldn't lay together and all this kind of stuff. But that book is full of hypocrisy. My dad didn't like this. And my dad was pretty open-minded near the end of his life. And I, I, I know I tell you stories about my dad and his his mouth and his expletives and his racial epitaphs. But near the end of his life, he didn't care what people did anymore, and it was a big example for me. But he did, he, something did stick in his craw. If only they had the Fighting Colonels merch now. Oh, but we're not the Colonels anymore. No, they're the Titans. I don't have a school anymore. Colonels was not PC enough. They're the Titans. Worst nickname, Tommy, Tommy sent in the Chupacabras. If they would have been the South Garland Chupacabras, I'd be rocking Chupacabra gear. My dad, when, when he found God, um, he gave up one addiction for another. 
because that's what addicts really do. I mean, when they when they get clean and sober, they have to focus their time and energy on something else. And my dad focused on AA meetings and church. Two things to better himself. Okay. I don't know how many times my dad read the Bible. My dad read that book backward and forward, forward and backward. My dad was a speed reader. He could read it two times a week. And he retained a lot of it. And one of the stories that he retained was the story of Noah and the ark. Now, if you believe in the story of Noah, if you know the story, he took two of everything, a boy and a girl. There you go. All you trannies out there, you hate Noah. Noah's your least favorite Bible character because there are no non-binary giraffes in the ark. There are no gorillas that use the Zimzay fucking pronouns. And God was so mad. Remember this Old Testament. This is when we had a, a fucking spiteful God. And he flooded the world. Killed everything. Except Noah, which we kind of are, are kind of like, you know, going, well, incest isn't bad, I guess, if we repopulate the earth with it. But that's another weird thing that we'll talk about later. They never talked about it later. <laughs> Everybody's waiting for that follow-up. New Testament Part 2. <laughs> it's kind of like those years of that, that Jesus went missing. From the Old Testament to the New Testament. New Testament, fucking Jesus has grown. He's a man. He's a carpenter. He learned a skill. He went to DeVry in Jerusalem. See, I can have fun with this because I know the story so well. Um, but uh, God felt bad. This is the way the dad told me the story. God felt bad for what he did to earth. And we all remember the first time we ever saw a rainbow. We thought it was the coolest thing we ever saw in the world. We saw this rainbow that, that, that came from the sky. And allegedly, that's God's signature. God's signature saying he will never do this to earth again. And that's the story of rainbows. Now, a lot of Christians find peace and solace in that story, and they, they believe that book. They believe every single word of that book, especially when they're eating a lobster dinner. Look at Leviticus. Gay people adopted the rainbow flag. Now, do I think they did that as a spite to Christianity? I think there there might be some in there. I would have to talk to the guy who announced it because nobody created the rain. The rainbow was created by God or whatever, the, the world. And they took it. And there are a lot of people in Christianity that don't like that. Now, now getting back to Target, getting off my little little Bible story there for you. Getting back to Target. Target should be able to sell whatever the fuck they want. Okay? You, the consumer, can get mad and you can go out and you can pick at Target and blah, blah, blah. You're still going to shop there. I mean, you're still going to shop there. Who are we kidding? Uh, you have some vivid imagination of gullibility to believe what's in that book of Genesis. Even in temporarily, uh, like the whole seven-day creation thing. I mean, one uh, boat <laughs> told every non-aquatic species on Earth 
Billions stemming from one micro-sized genetic base without birth defects. Rainbows are just refractions of light. It doesn't even come from water. <laughs> Payback for Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> and like I said, it's a good book. It's a great story. And once again, I'm not going to find faith for you because I've defined faith so many times on this show. If Target wants to go down with the ship because people aren't going to buy their products, then they're going to go down. And, and and this is once again like 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 you choose to do business with them, and then but the the pro this is the problem that I have with America. Then America gets mad at the people who say no. A lot of Americans are mad at Bud Light drinkers for what they've done to Budweiser. Why? See. Target has been selling this crap for three years and not forcing it down your throat. Budweiser put this product out to celebrate a transgender person turning one year as a woman, quote-unquote, even though allegedly they haven't had the bottom surgery. And then the marketing person that was behind it doubled down and said, we're changing things. Budweiser came out and said, fuck you to their consumers. And that's why they walked away. They didn't walk away because they're gay. Because I'll tell you this right now. And, and tomorrow we'll have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on. Today we have mail. We got to get to mail here in just a little bit. Um, but when Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's on tomorrow... I'm going to talk to him because he and I have had struggles in the past with our demons. Yeah, see, Ogre, th- this is where we need with the New Testament Part 2 to come out. Where'd the other humans come from after Adam and Eve's kids do the horizontal mambo with? Exactly. That's in the New Testament Part 2 that's being worked on. Ridley Scott's on it. Ridley Scott and Michael Mann are making the movie. Budweiser had to buy all these cases of beer left. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. All you got to do is put that shit out and people are going to take it. They ain't going to leave free. Hey, Budweiser, Budweiser, leave it out. Leave it as a donation. I don't know if you can donate alcohol, but people will take it. They will take it in droves. If it's free beer, people will take it. People will get over the fucking thing about Budweiser eventually. And they will take all this fucking beer that you bought back. The nice thing about Bud Light kerfuffle is the perfect example of the market deciding things. Bud can do whatever they want, and the market decides their fate. And that's exactly right. But the problem is that these people come out and go, well, how dare the market do that to Budweiser? How dare these people say they're not going to shop at Target anymore? Maybe some of them won't. By the way, that's the cross they bear. If Target wants to keep doing this, did they announce they had, like, tuck-friendly swimsuits last week, meaning that men can buy the swimsuits and tuck their wieners in and they look like they have a vagina? Vagina. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Here's the thing I can't get over, and Ogre, I think you're going to agree to me with this more than anybody. 
why is it we have Manhattan-based advertising companies, affiliates with Anheuser-Busch, the company that, that works with Anheuser-Busch, one of the largest companies in the world, the money that Budweiser spends alone with the NFL, Why are marketing companies marketing a, 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 a mass product to 1% of a tertiary, very, very um, insidious group? Insidious meaning it, it's a group that, that, is, that is very, very hot, meaning they're in the middle of a shitstorm. Because transgenders are in the middle of a shitstorm. They've caused a shitstorm. They're the ones who did it. They're the ones who said, accept me. Why are you marketing to literally 1% of America? That's the question I'd like to, to ask. I'd like to sit down and ask these marketing experts, why are you, and, and, and for gay pride, the, 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 that's 10%, so that's not much better. Why are you not marketing to the masses? And you come back and you say, oh, we lost $500 million last year. This is Target. Well, we're going to blame it on, 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 on theft. Well, m- maybe it could be because you're marketing things to, to groups that, well, I hate to tell you this, the, the, that fringe lifestyle, and, and I don't mean to be flip about homosexuals and the, the, the alphabet mafia people. Um, they're quite, uh, well, maybe you're marketing, look, hey, Target, if you want to market to, like, butch lesbians, that's your group. Because the hoity-toity gays, they don't wear Target clothes. I'm sorry to tell you that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with Target clothes, except they don't have no clothes that fit me. It's Target clothes. All right? Before anybody gets mad and anybody gets all pissed off, you're buying Target clothes. Gay folks don't do that. They shop on Rodeo Drive. They, they, they wear expensive, fancy shit. Or they wear thrift store stuff. The one place they don't go to is Target. Um, let's see. Uh, that's exactly what women are looking for in a bathing suit ballroom. <laughs> hey, we're tuck friendly. Shut up. Uh, all right, one more story, and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back and do mail. Um, this is kind of funny. And by the way, uh, wow. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced his candidacy for President Wednesday on Twitter while talking with Elon Musk. Now, does that mean Elon Musk is backing e- 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 Ron DeSantis? Because he, he has unlimited money now. Elon Musk is trying to buy the White House. I told you he was a Bond villain. With lack of evidence, you can only pose conjure to the companies and advertising firms that are doing this. You could easily say it's George Soros or political pressure or just plain and stupid uh, leadership, the latter being my belief. They could easily be shadowy groups pulling strings and having plan, uh, plans within plans. It's a classic trope of science fiction, the engineering of civilization for some great end game or shift in humanity. 
It was done in two global canons of literature. Asimov's Foundation series and Frank Herbert's Dune, both of which were grandmasters fucking with humanity for some great end. Now, I appreciate that. But I, th- I think it's, it's on a, a far lower human level. I think this is a bunch of woke 20-somethings who have got these jobs straight out of their Ivy League fucking schools. And they said, well, we need to do what's right. Now, doing what's right, in their opinion, is wrong, actually. And we, 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 we should include these groups. Okay, there's nothing wrong with including these groups. But when you market solely to these groups, you're telling uh, like 50% of the country, fuck off, first of all. You're telling them, hey, these people are more important to you. You're saying that this 10% is more important than this 50%. Well, you're bad at business, you see. That's what I, 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 I put this all down on that. We have people that are bad for business in business right now. That's what we have. This idea of inclusion, we, we've seen how much of a, a clusterfuck it's been in the cabinet. When are we going to open our eyes enough here in this country to go, this inclusivity, it's ruining our country. We will include these people in the positions that they are qualified for. Um, by the way, the, uh, remember Sam Brinton, the, uh, the, the, the nuclear guy who stole the, uh, suitcases? Well, he did it again. He got arrested. And by the way, the big story is they're housing him in a men's prison, which I'm sure he's fucking excited as hell about. This is like a fantasy camp for him. The old hippy-dippy ideal of young people determined to change the world. It's a constant generational thing until they wake up and smell the bond rating. Yes. And see, this is the thing. These are the young people that think they have the balls to do it. When every group has wanted to do something like this before but didn't because they realized it would fuck up business, this has been the first generation to say fuck business. And we'll see what happens with that. Because once again, there's only one color in this country that matters to anybody and everybody, and that's the color green. You start fucking with that, people will go, okay, enough's enough. Uh, as much queer shit that Target puts in the store, you would think one out of every th- three customers was a twink. You would think that. You would think that, but hey, I, and, and I don't know, maybe it is. I'm not sure, but I, I don't think it is. All right, listener mail's coming up next. You've got time to get listener mail in at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler and call me at 775-357-FANS. And while I'm taking a break here, you can enjoy this wonderful barrage of 80s classics. But a slow glowing dream that your fear seems to hide deep inside. 
not necessarily in listeners and downloads. I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? Let me tell you something, brother. No. All right. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Come on, you know I'm going to have to, I, I was asked for it last week, and you might get one more wrestling song this week, and y'all are going to hate it, but I don't care, I love it. Friday will be my 80s day again. You got the Hulk Hogan theme right there. I'm a real American. Everybody loving the Hulkamania. What you gonna do, brother? Uh, I remember hating the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov and cheering the shit out of any face who beat their asses. That was some of the best gigantic flag-waving story writing ever, no matter the medium of entertainment. Oh, back in the glory days of wrestling. Oh, man, I got wrestling on tonight. Ooh, Double or Nothing's up this weekend. I got two pay-per-views on this weekend. Is it Christmas? Man, oh, man. Two pay-per-views. Only one I got a pay-per-view. I don't even have to pay for that one. Um, All right, it is time once again uh, for our favorite feature each and every week um where where you write me letters and i answer letters it's called listener mail and it's sponsored by our dear friends at js floors the best flooring store in the west well let me tell you about the rest my friends yes the rest they like to come to your house and they do like to meet with you so they can give you an estimate and you know what they talk about how much they love the 80s The 80-year-olds, that is. Yeah, you see, what they don't tell you about their love of the 80s, it's for elderly senior trafficking. Yes, it's disgusting. It's a real thing that we need to look into. And they traffic these senior citizens for weird transitioning sex acts for shit-a-stan princes. It's disgusting, people. I've been telling you about it for months. And it needs to stop. I know the best way to make it stop is go to their competitor, not even their competitor, their their superior, J.S. Floors. Because my friend Jesse, he's not a human trafficker. No, he doesn't do that. He puts in floors. He puts in floors that are going to make your house more valuable, that are going to make your house more comfortable, that that, that are going to make the house more yours. So give him a call at 775-267-267. Four, one, two, three. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, th- this first letter is asking me a question, and, uh, well, we, we, we have to answer it. Um, but, but to answer it correctly, we have to play some music. So, uh, in the vein of the 80s, Let's do it, shall we? I've only done this one once. In a language that everybody here can easily understand. A man with diabetes I fucked your mother Did I make a cream? Did I do everything to avoid a baby? Oh, you will have to go 
our need. How many cows have got my D? You'll have to go ask Arnie. Time to ask Arnie. You should ask Arnie. On air cries, no radio cries. When the scab speaks, he is full of lies. If you're a radio absentee, you should listen to Arnie. Cows who need to be. My show is fun and gluten free. Oh, it is time to ask Arnie. I laugh at you, you laugh at me. Sponge my show, I need money. Oh, it is time to ask Arnie. Force works guaranteed. You come ask Arnie, time to ask Arnie. You should ask Arnie. I want McDonald's fried apple pies when an order bird speaks. I want some. If you don't have to fuck cows with me But my only fans, well, it's not free Seen every shade of brown 
And I know, baby, just how it feels When I roll in the pasture and hear all the squeals uh, Can't you see me standing here? I got my back against the milking cow It gets worse if you don't right now I'm gonna fuck a Oh, you might as well laugh. Go ahead, ask Corny. Get up and ask, ask. Got ask Corny. Whoa! That's it. You gotta get that whoa, whoa air at the end. Otherwise, it wouldn't be true to David Lee Roth. So there you go. There's your Ask Garney songs for the day. Uh, v Coop again. Thank you for the uh, the cult of personality. I do love doing that one. Uh, all right, first one here. It's from Laura. It says, "Dear Arnie, I was hoping I could get your help, and I do love hearing you say." So, with that said, I need to get a graduation gift for my nephew, who just graduated from UNR, and I'm not sure what he would like. Any suggestions? Um, Let's see. Could you get him a job? No, that's not fun. He graduated from college. Look, look, graduating from college is a big deal. I ain't going to diminish that. That's awesome. Um, what do you get somebody? I, I mean, did, what does he like? Does he like doing shit? Does he like fishing? Does he like, I don't know, like hunting, anything like that? You can get him gift cards. If you're one of these assholes that goes, hey, gift cards are so impersonal. Gift cards are about the most personal gift you can give somebody. You want to know why? Because people get to buy what they fucking want. Next time somebody says, oh, a gift card is so impersonal, slap that person, silly. I assume you like him, so don't get him any UNLV product. <laughs> um, I, I don't need... Look, 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 Laura, I, I don't know what he likes. If I knew him, I could help you out. But figure out what he likes. Get him something he likes. And uh, gift cards are always good. Cash. You know, your kids love cash. Even though you can't. You know, the, the, I got I got, I got, to take a step back here. We went to the Ranger game the other night. Well, we went to a Ranger game, right? We went to go park. We had to park in this fucking tertiary lot, the only cash lot they had because I'm not a season ticket holder and I didn't buy parking passes because that's bullshit. Give him a trip to Mustang Ranch. There you go. Um, we go to park. It's $30 to park. That's right. It's $30 to park in a Ranger game, and I still got to walk a mile to the fucking gate. I go to hand the woman uh, $30. We had cash. We had $30 cash. She says, no cash. I said, no cash? And then I come to find out that pretty much every place in the ballpark doesn't accept cash. How do you not accept cash? That's illegal. Well, if I ain't got a credit card, I ain't good enough to come to a Ranger game anymore? Well, if that's the case, then I'm not good enough for that team. Might be searching for a new team. Yeah, you know what? Hold on a second here. Oh, let's call something. Uh, let's see. Go. I, 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 Texas Rangers front office phone number. 
Oh, there we go. Contact for general questions about the Texas Rangers. Okay. Uh, let's see. Star. Mm -hmm. 533-1972. Yes, I want to call that number. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. We're unable to complete your call. Why is that? Okay, so we go star six seven one seven five three three. There we go. It's ringing now. All right. Good morning, Texas Ranger Baseball. One moment, please. Okay. Thank you for calling the seven-time yeah, American Chuck League West right champion and two-time American League champion. Twenty Federal Texas Reserve Rangers. is legal for business. In Your the phone States call is important to the Texas Rangers. There's no federal Someone state mandating that private business personnel. A, a reminder: the Texas Rangers opened the 2023 championship season on Thursday, March 30th, Thank you, against over. the National League champion Philadelphia Phillies. For information on yeah. Texas Rangers season tickets, you can visit TexasRangers.com. Because it's safer, it's because studies show For the latest news and information on Texas Rangers money. baseball, mm -hmm. visit TexasRangers.com, where baseball is always on. Once again, thank you for calling the Texas mm -hmm. Rangers Baseball Club. Someone will be with you oh, will they? in just a moment. Because, see, this is stupid. Look, I, I gave into it at the Thank the, you the State Fair of Texas. Time American League West champion well, and two-time American about. League champion Texas Rangers. Um, Your phone call. State Fair of Texas, you got to buy coupons, and I understand so that because that's in a bad part of town, and you don't want to have a bunch of cash Reminder, flowing around there. Texas Rangers opened the 2023. I ain't gonna hold for much longer. On Thursday, March 30th. I'm not very happy with the, the Rangers and their nickel and diamond bullshit. For information on Texas Rangers season tickets, you can visit TexasRangers.com. For the latest news and information Come on. on Texas Rangers baseball. Fuck the Rangers. I ain't even going to wait for this damn call. Bullshit. They don't accept cash. Well, that means, you know what? I'm going to have to fucking pope in a urinal there. That's right. I'm going to fucking hang my ass in a urinal and crap in there. There you go. Can you ask why we got a card of someone who wasn't playing? It was so funny. It was Roscoe's first game, right? And they, they, they have this thing up there for babies and people for their first game. You get this little certificate and stuff, and they give you a baseball card. Well, they gave him a baseball card of Jonah Heim, who's the Rangers' starting catcher. But, but Jonah Heim was off that day, so he got a card of a guy who wasn't even playing in his first game. Stupid. All right, next mail here. Let's go. Let, 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 let's go. Let's get this thing rolling here. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Cowboys Girls. It says, Arnie, I wanted to write and ask if I request a couple songs on breaks for my birthday. Is that narcissistic? Well, it's your birthday. You're allowed to be narcissistic. I'm the most narcissistic person there is when it comes to birthdays. Ask anyone. Pitch Woo for 43. Well, happy 43rd birthday again. Um, let's see. The songs that she requested, Dean Martin, Ricky Nelson, My Rifle, My Pony, and Me, Julius LaRosa, El Cumare, or Mambo Italiano from Dean Martin, Neil Diamond, Forever in Blue Jeans, and with George Strait, Kodigo. 
Now, I would do this for you on a normal day, but we're in the 80s, so I tell you what, Cowboys girl, we will extend your birthday celebration to Monday. If you if you email me Sunday these songs choices, I will happily, happily play them for you on Monday because we are in the 80s week. I mean, I even did 80s Ask Arnie songs. She says, thank you for your show, Dr. States. And making me a funny part of it. I swear you're the only one who can make me laugh about a limb getting ripped off by a bear. Or a shark or a snake. It doesn't just have to be. It could be a bobcat. You and the ass fan. That's right, Cowboys Girl. I don't want that to happen. Cowboys Girl is the girl that goes out and she camps and does all this. Not listening to me whatsoever. Not listening to me when she's going to be out there and all of a sudden she's going to be taking a hike. She's going to be enjoying it, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere. And you see, when her arm gets ripped off, her leg, her foot. Oh, wait, you're working Monday? No, it'll be Tuesday then. It'll be Tuesday. Thank you, Braddy Kid, because Monday is Memorial Day. I'm taking that day off. I got a three-day weekend. What, what? So Tuesday. It'll be Tuesday. Thank you, Braddy Kid. Um... And, and when her arm gets ripped off, I'm going to be, man, I'm going I'm to feel bad for you, but then I'm going to do... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! Mm-hmm. A big bag of shit! Yeah. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Doing his little shimmy, yeah. it makes the women here in Cleveland puke. Well, fuck the women in Cleveland. But yeah, I will play all those when, when your arm, leg, head maybe are ripped out. But head, you're not going to get back from that one. Um Cowboys girl, I hear there's a snapping turtle in Lake Santa Rosa. Go swim in there and see if it bites you on the toes. Horny can do this, LOL. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so uh, email me email me uh, Monday, and then uh, Tuesday we'll make all that happen. I promise you that. Uh, all right, next one here. Let, let, let's keep the uh, the mail train a-rolling, shall we? Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you Arnie, so I have a question for you. My wife yelled at me because when we go out to eat, I pretty much always order the same thing at places we go to. She gets mad because she says I never try anything new. Am I the one being weird? That's from Bill. Hmm. So, so every time, what, what you're saying is like every time you go to Outback, let's say, you, you get a blooming Onion, you get a Filet, I'll, I'll make you a man. You get a ribeye, medium rare, baked potato, and a salad. That's what you get every time you go there. And you're that way at every restaurant you go to. You get the same thing. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? If I go to a new restaurant, I get to try something new, which will be their ribeye. Um, a bratty kid says, nope, get what you like. It's your meal. Yeah, Absolutely. This is one of my this is one of my all time favorite dad stories that that I like to tell when it comes to like shit like this. Um, near the end of his life, he was with this uh, this fucking awful woman named Beverly. I hated Beverly, uh, and and even to this day, I, I still I despise her. 
But the one thing, she, she gave companionship to my dad, and that's what he wanted. And I'll never, ever forget. Be- Beverly was always on a diet. Beverly was about four years older than dad, four or five years older than dad, so she was close to 90 already. And uh, I'll never forget, we went out to eat one time. We went to, uh, <laughs> I, took, I took her to the worst place I could ever take someone like her because she likes to explore the menu. Like, like, she's that person that has to look over the menu and you send the server away. When the server comes back with the drinks and says, hey, are you ready to order? And she's like, no, I'm still looking. She's that motherfucker. So uh, we're, we're, we're at the, uh, the, the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> now, that's the wrong place because their menu is like 48 pages. Their menu has made the New York Times bestseller list. It's that fucking thick. And I always get like either the shepherd's pie or, or maybe a burger or, or fried macaroni and cheese. That, that I, and, and then a piece of cheesecake. You go to the Cheesecake Factory, you kind of got to get a piece of cheesecake. Now, I'll never forget this was like in the summertime. So they didn't have my favorite, the pumpkin cheesecake. And I order my meal. I get I fucking... Shepherd's pie, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And dad gets a burger because dad always orders a burger. And Beverly, who's trying to watch what she's eating, <laughs> she's trying to watch what she's eating by going to the Cheesecake Factory, first of all. She gets a sandwich, soup and a sandwich. Now, now the sandwich, I guess, was supposed to be a half sandwich, but it was a full sandwich, big-ass fucking sandwich. And they had all kinds of shit on there. Shit, if you're watching your weight, you ain't going to eat. By the way, she ate the whole fucking thing. She ate the whole thing. She ate the whole bowl of soup. And then she ordered a piece of cheesecake. And this is where the exploration went. She got cantaloupe-flavored cheesecake. Now, Now, first of all, I hate cantaloupe. I think cantaloupe is gross. I think all those melons, I like watermelon, and that's it. That honeydew, all that kind of shit, especially, ugh. Ugh. She got it, and she bit into it, and she's like, oh, this is terrible. This is awful. I'm like, you think? Why would anybody ever get that? (laughs) So, uh, to answer you, Bill... When you go to a restaurant and you've been to that restaurant and you like something that they have, get it. If you want to explore, then explore. If you don't, you like what they have. I I don't even know if KFC has anything except a three-piece meal anymore. Cantaloupe-flavored fucking cheesecake. And she had the audacity to say it was bad. No shit. Cantaloupe with vanilla ice cream is so good. Stackar, this is why you're in and out of the hospital, man. I'm telling you, that's fucking terrible. We're going to find out that cantaloupe is probably one of the world's biggest killers. (laughs) That shit's gross. So, yes, Bill, get whatever you want. Your wife needs to focus on other stuff. Maybe say, if you weren't such a bad cook, no, don't say that. Don't say that to her at all. That will get you in all kinds of trouble. Uh, All right. Hold on a second here. Let's go to the next one, shall we? Don't move. Stay where you are. 
It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. This is from Hockey Guy. He says, proposed drag show at Stockton Park faces opposition. Going to have a screwed up generation for life. CBS Sacramento. So let's see. Uh, city leaders are bracing for a heated controversy. Uh, Tuesday city council meeting. The Pixie Woods. If they're going to have a drag show there. I wouldn't have a fucking drag show in Stockton. They might shoot me. The hell is wrong with y'all? Take that up the road. Take it up to Sacramento. Don't do it in Stockton. You'll get gunned down. What was was Modesto closed because they were cleaning out all the shanks from everywhere? I'm Japanese and my people eat weird shit and I don't even eat that, LOL. No, see, and and, and that, that's a perfect, let, let me tell you a perfect, when I tell people I like sushi, they get, oh my God, you like sushi? Well, Texas sushi is terrible, but th- that's a whole different story. Um, when, when, when I was going to, uh, when I was going to Mukuni at least once a week, we used to, have, me and my buddy Clint, golf pro buddy, we used to go there all the time. We'd give him like 20, 30 bucks. And we'd eat for like four hours. And he'd drink, and I would just drink, you know, Dr. Peppers. Gained a lot of weight hanging out with Clint. It was worth it. It was fantastic. And we would get stuff that was that they would prepare for us. And, and sometimes it was gross, and sometimes it wasn't. But, like, when I go to a sushi restaurant, I, I have my go-to. I have my go-to. If, if, if they ain't got the, the wonder or the... the uh, oh, what is that? They had a deep-fried one at, at Taro's. It was so good. The old, oh, the old, the Ultraman roll. That was a deep fried roll. That was the best fucking deep fried roll I ever had. I get that, get either the hang loose roll, and then I get two zigzags. Bam, I'm done. I order the exact same thing there all the time. Uh, Nate Nick Diaz going to show up and knock everyone out. Probably. Yeah, the Diaz boys will be there. By the way, when did, did that fight happen? Did, did did Nick Diaz, or, or did Nate, wh- whichever one's fucking boxing, did he fight Jake Paul? Has that fight happened yet? Did I miss it? Billy Bob's new show announced. Nobody worth a fuck. Thank you so much for wasting my time there, Billy Bob's. I think I'm going to I'm gonna get off your damn letter thing. August, I think. Okay, all right, good, August. I haven't missed it yet. So I'll watch that shit on TikTok. Um, but there you go. Yeah, get what you want at restaurants. And, and, and Stockton, don't have fucking these things there. You're going to cause mass casualties. Uh, my brother owns a hydroponic uh, power sales company. I drive for him sometimes. He'll send me to Campbell Soup out of Stockton. I ask him if he has a bulletproof vest. Yeah, you need that. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. I just wanted to say thank you uh, to Tommy for being on the show. You can really tell how much fun you have whenever he's on. And the line about how many cuss words he used in the fire truck was hilarious. I hope you continue to have more guests on like him and Mikey because you're so much greater with a guest. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I love having Tommy on. Tommy is Tommy's my favorite guest I've ever had, and and it's only because I've never had my I was never able to have my dad on. Tom, Tom Tommy's the greatest guest host I could ever have, and that, that 
That visual made me laugh all day when I thought about Tommy driving the blocker truck for a fire department, getting through traffic, knowing him. Oh, my God. That would be hysterical. It, the only thing that could make it fun, more, more funny would be if he was allowed to bump cars with the blocker truck. If he was allowed to bump cars, that would be the greatest moment of my life is to do that ride along. I'm more worried about going to Stockton than camping with bears. See, see now, now, see, here's the thing. You go to Stockton, you get shot. I could play the I told you so stuff, but that's Stockton. I get it. The camping one, I, I'm, not, I'm not letting up on that one. Don't worry, nothing will happen to you. You're a Cowboys girl. Nothing's going to happen to you in Stockton. My God, if bears don't attack you, it's not going to happen there either. Um, uh, but, yes, I do love having Tommy on. I, I wish I could have Tommy on fucking five days a week because my life would be, I would be laughing a whole lot more at the world. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's see what this one says. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. I saw your picture from the ball game the other day, and I have to say that you're looking really well. Well, thank you. You look not only like you've lost weight, but you look very happy, which is really good to see because, like it or not, you deserve it. That's from Michelle. Well, thank you, Michelle. Uh, went to the Ranger game this week. Uh, took a few photos and was not paid for them, which that, that's a new thing. Um, usually my, my at least $20 rate gets covered, but it didn't get covered, and Roscoe doesn't have a job, so... He's already 20 bucks in the hole to me. And I guess there's a picture online today of uh, an action photo of Roscoe sitting right next to me while I'm broadcasting. Was not paid for that one either. You'll be hearing from my people. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I haven't done anything. I just take the Ozempic. I like the Ozempic. The Ozempic's working for me. Brady Kid looked beautiful in that pic. She, oh, she was in there with me. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you know, I just I, I look at the, the grace and the beauty of me, and I'm just like I'm mesmerized. No, Brady Kid was there. We we had a great time. It was a fun time at the Ranger game. Um, no balls came our way, so I didn't have to you know use Roscoe as a a, a battering ram or anything like that. <laughs> Not that I would do that. I just laugh every time every time I, I, I hear the plans for Roscoe in the future and I just start laughing because I'm going to tell you this right now. That kid is going to get in so much trouble because of me. You don't even realize. <laughs> I'm going to teach that kid how to hit kids in the throat. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Break in. It's a little kid's theme park, though, is the issue at Mickey Grove Zoo. What's that? Oh, 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 that's where, oh, okay. So they're trying to have a drag show at a kid's park? That's what it is? What the fuck? I, I, I saw a great meme the other day, and I, I, I've started to live by this meme, and, and it, it makes me figure it out. I wish more people would see this. Everybody wants to talk about why these drag shows, or, or actually nobody's ever told me why these drag shows are important for kids to see. What I'd like to know is why is it so important for these drag performers to perform for children? That's what I'd like to know. 
Why is it so important that they go out and they entertain children? I get why clowns do it. Clowns are supposed to be funny. Clowns are creepy and scary. Yes, I agree with everybody that hates clowns. But clowns are supposed to be fun, and, and, and kids have a fun time with clowns. So are drag queens now clowns? And if I were to call them clowns, would I be, would I, would I be committing a hate crime? I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I get lost in the whole thing. If you want your kids to participate, now I'm not going to tell you not to do it. If you want your kids to be a part of that, you go right ahead. My kids are not going to be a part of it, though. I don't think it's uh, very, very kid-friendly. I don't understand why it's so important that kids be indoctrinated with that. I didn't have that growing up. If grown men want to perform on RuPaul's Drag Race and they want to do that, it's a. I don't get the whole drag show appeal. I don't. I never have. And I know there are people that love going to drag shows and they think it's so cool and it's so much fun. I don't get it. And 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 here here's the thing. Maybe I'm not supposed to. Maybe it's not geared towards me. Okay, great. Then it's definitely not geared towards my children. If it's not geared towards me, then my kids ain't going to like it. Because you see, once again, and I don't have kids, once again, like it or not, your kids listen to you more than they listen to anybody else. You know that old drug commercial, where did you get this? And the kid goes, I saw you doing it, Dad. It's true. That shit's true. Your kids still listen to you more than anybody, more than influencers on TikTok, more than Kim Kardashian and her fucking whore sisters. They listen to you. This is why it's so hard to be a parent. Douglas, good morning, my friend. And if somebody can reasonably sit down and and have a discussion with me, I promise them. See, here's the thing that most people don't give me credit for. They they, they say I'm a very angry, amped up guy. And I will simply answer that. Correct the mundo. I am very angry. Um, I'm angry for one reason and one reason only. And hate is a hell of a motivator. It makes me wake up every morning. But I can have a discussion with someone. I can have a grown-up conversation with someone. You see, we used to do this. We used to be able to sit down and have conversations and go, well, what's your problem with this? And I say, well, my kids don't need to be exposed to men dressing like women to think that they might be women someday because my kids aren't ready to see that at ages five and six. Okay? And... The usual back and forth, that person who was trying to sell it to me would go, okay, I understand. We'll try with somebody else. No, walk away. But now the narrative is this. I say, no, that's not for me and my children. Well, you're just teaching. You're instilling your kids with hate. How dare you not bring them to this show? If I were to ask a question like, well, what does this have to offer my child? What does this have to offer? See, 
I'm only telling in on something that, that that you know when I was that dumb, fat, stupid redneck character on that morning show. Do you know what I did? I paid attention. I, I I played a big, fat, dumb redneck character on the show, and and a lot of the shit that I said was my beliefs, and and I didn't care. But see, I paid attention to people, and I watched people, and and, and I learned things. And I learned how to argue. I spent twenty years arguing for a living. That's what I did. Because that was our show. We argued for a living. We, we would take a stance on a subject, and we would argue our stance. And I became very, very good at debate. So good that I can put pretty much words in somebody's mouth that isn't on the same level as me. And I can get you to say what I want you to say. That might sound like a brag or a boast. That's just the way I was trained. It's like when a, cl- when a plumber comes to your house and, and declogs your toilet even though you've been sitting there. You poured Drano in there even though you weren't supposed to. You've been fucking flushing that toilet trying to get it and you can't get it to the thing. Fucking plumber comes out there and two seconds later he does the shit. Why? Because he knows what he's doing. That's me. When it comes to words and talking to people, that's me. So I know how people argue, and I know what happens when people are in the midst of an argument and they're losing. We all know this. When somebody's starting to lose an argument, the first thing that happens is a personal attack on you. The second thing that happens is the name-calling. Now, the, the new third one, the new, the, and this is my, this is my true favorite one, my, the, the third way that they realize that they have now lost the argument is they start screaming or barking. That's real. I'm not making that up. They've gone so far as to first make you the bad guy. Secondly, name call you. And then thirdly, they do that. They're right. It is hate. And to prove it, I'm taking my kids to a porn theater after that, a dog fight to the death, maybe a slaughterhouse, and then some death row of a prison. And if there's money left over to Auschwitz to let them see the gas chamber, fuck it, I'm getting some snuff films too to boot. Why not? Exactly. Arnie, you definitely were the master debater. (laughs) Telling parents who have a God-given right to raise their kids to their own philosophy that not seeing a drag show is hate leaves those freakazoids wondering why they're accused of grooming and pedophilia. And it's true. It's true because you can't have that. And now, I, I, when, it, when I, if I start a discussion with somebody, I'll throw out my beliefs. And, and, and I don't do this very often, especially in public because, well, I don't want to make a scene, and I don't want to embarrass bratty kid, and I want her to look at me and go, seriously? Because that's when I know I'm in trouble. If I, hear, if I hear the word seriously and I see the arms crossed, I'm fucked. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not playing back from that one. And this is why I don't, I, I don't engage people in conversations. I wear offensive shirts, and it, it, I wore that shirt a couple weeks ago. Uh, sorry, no oblo, fuck tardo. Okay? I got some looks on that. And I was just waiting for somebody to say something to me. Be like, what's wrong with it? What's wrong that I want a secure border? It, it, it's a crime that I want a secure border, and I don't want to learn a different language because I live in America. Because in America, we're too much of a pussy to come out and say the national language should be English. We are pussies for that. 
We, we, we all fall behind this bullshit of melting pot. And, and, and we are a melting pot. I, I can't deny that. But the fact of the matter that we do not have an official language in this country is beyond stupid. Isn't it weird that when you go to the DMZ, DM, DMZ, the demilitarized, the DMV, same thing, um, you can take 50 different tests in different languages. Now, real quick, when, when you're on the road, are all the street signs in 50 different languages? Maybe if you get close to the border, you'll see some Spanish, maybe. Why don't we have an official language in this country? Why? Because we're all a bunch of guilty pussies that don't want to say English should be our language. Well, you know, there's some people in this country that don't speak English. Well, too bad for them. DMZ, are we talking about Stockton again? Excuse me, sir, I speak American, damn it. Yeah. This this is my favorite thing to use on people. Um, and this happened a lot during the 80s and 90s when there were a lot of business people um, who, were, who were leaving America to go to Japan, and they ran into a huge problem. Do you know what that huge problem is? It's a huge problem here. Not, not here, not in America. Of course not. It's not a problem here because we're America. We're better than everybody. Yeah. Um, those business people that went to Japan to live there and they took their families, do you know their kids couldn't go to public school there until they spoke fluent Japanese? But there's a word that they used in their rules, fluent, meaning they have to speak Japanese as good as they speak American. Why don't we have that rule here? I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Because I grew up in a state that has a lot of uh, immigrants. State of Texas. You know how many kids I went to elementary school with that didn't speak English? A lot. A lot. Now, do I think that's fair? I don't think that's fair at all. But okay. All right. I'll, I'll play your stupid game. And I played that stupid game all throughout my schooling career. Even until I got to college, because when I got to college, I had to take a foreign language. Now, do you know what language was not available to me to take? Was English as a second language. I wanted to take that, but they wouldn't allow me because I spoke English. But isn't it weird that my Spanish class, I had five people in there that were raised Hispanic who spoke fluent Spanish already? Now, first of all, I was forced to take a foreign language class. I didn't want to take a foreign language class. By the way, I did not retain a lot of it. I know where to ask where a, where a bathroom is. Donde esta baño, por favor? I know how to order a cold beer. Muy frío cerveza, por favor. I know hola. I know buenos dias, buenos tardes, and buenos noches. I can't have a conversation with somebody, though, in that. Why is English not a language? 
there's English as a convenience for road signs, and then there's official language as law or policy, the former being a good idea, the latter a bad one. Early on, a large chunk of founding fathers and leaders wanted German to be the official language, and they chose not to leave any official language. They had the foresight to see uh, accumulation of a natural thing and not force. Well, we all speak English now. Everybody in America speaks English. And if you don't speak English, then you're going to get left behind. The end. Arnie, how is the border crisis affecting your area of Texas? Not really much. Not nothing that I've seen. I mean, that's a great question. I, I haven't seen a whole lot. I don't live near the border. I live in the north northeastern part of the state. Well, I want to say north. It's way more. It's higher than central, but not north yet. Not Not near the panhandle. I took Spanish, although I already spoke Spanish, easy, eh? Yeah. Arnie, also know wash your hands in Spanish. I don't know that one. What's that one? Washo the handzo. So did I. In order to graduate, you have to have credits in a different language. I was bummed they didn't offer Italian. See, I should have took sign language because I like sign language. Shit, I didn't. It may, if I would have known that sign, ang- sign language actually was a good side hustle that you could make a lot of money at, I'd have taken that. Lavar Sumanos, I think. When I moved to Cali from Japan, I asked high school if I could take English as a second language because Japanese is my first language. I almost got to go to that class, but my dad found out and was pissed off. (laughs) God, that's great. Ogre got it. All right. Lavar Sumanos. Life isn't fair, and the child's parents make choices to come to the U.S. and extremely dominant in English speakers, and they shouldn't expect us to change for them, but that isn't how society is looking at it. Fucking Teddy Roosevelt said it right about immigration. There are so many quotes. Let's see what Teddy Roosevelt has to say because he provided a link here. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt quotes, uh, thoughts on immigration. Every immigrant who comes here should be required within five years to learn English or leave the country. There can be no divided alliance here. Any man who says he's an American but something else also isn't an American at all. We have room for but one flag, the American flag. We have room for one but language here, and that's the English language. And we have room but for one but sole loyalty, and that is the loyalty of the American people. Fucking A, man. I want to go paint myself red, white, and blue right now. And there's a bunch of other quotes. Y'all can look at that. Uh, Mage would have been bowling a lot things. Thank you very much. I see what you're saying, Ogre, but the days of the founders' identity is still up in the air, but 200 years later, making official language wouldn't make sense. Of course, Roosevelt said he spoke English. If Michael J. Fox was fluent in ASL, would he be considered a stutterer? <laughs> He's the Mel Tillis of the fucking sign language world. Oh, that's fucking funny. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. All right. I I can't top that, so we'll move on. (laughs) Oh, shit. Welcome to Mail Call. Hey, listen up. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I was just looking at your Instagram page, and I saw your biscuits and gravy. That's right, I'm on Instagram. 
And uh, if they tasted half as good as they looked, I'm ready to book a table at your Michelin star restaurant. Just wondering if you ever had plans on posting the recipes for uh, that or your beans or your breakfast dishes. Um, I did post recipes for a while. I, I'd like to again, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Especially with country gravy. I'm going to have to do these like making videos. And, and here's the reason why. I can make that joke because I stutter. Those are the rules, right? Absolutely, those are the rules. Um, you, I'd have to do a video cooking thing because I don't measure it like like with uh, with the uh, the gravy I made last week, and, and it was some of the best gravy I've ever made. I, I hands down some of the best gravy I ever made. Um, use some Waterburger sausage. There's sausage a little spicy to it. Maybe not, you know. Uh, I brown that all up, and I take some of it out because you don't want too, too much sausage in the gravy, but you want a lot in there if you're having biscuits and gravy. And don't call it shit on a shingle. It's biscuits and gravy, okay? Shit on a shingle is fucking sliced beef. This is sausage. So um, I brown that up, and then I, I just... I. I I don't, I don't take it out, and I don't start the, the gravy that way. I, what I do is I, I put flour right on top of the, uh, the sausage, and I mix that together to start the roux, if you will, to start that, that, that good, the tasting part of it. And then you add your milk, and you add your salt, and you add your pepper, and you add your other stuff that you want to add to it, and you just stir it to what consistency you like. I like thick country gravy on my biscuits. Now, we're talking about making chicken fried steak at the house, something I've never done before because I, I, it, it scares me. Because I love chicken fried steak and I don't want to fuck it up. And that gravy I won't make with sauces. That, that would just be a cream gravy. So I'll let you know. He won't give us his beans recipe. I already asked. Yeah, beans recipe, that, that, one, that one's going to the grave with me. Holy shit, I made that. I got it. Uh, the spawn said they were so good, but it was like a dessert. I'm like, yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. My beans are so good, it's like a dessert. Giggity. Yeah. And then, but but once again, and, and I'll tell you, here's the other reason why I don't put that recipe up. A, it's mine. And B, once again, I don't measure. I don't measure. I put, you know, a glop of this in, some of that in, teaspoon here, teaspoon there. Here's some salt. There's some pepper. Shake it, shake it, shake it. A couple of very, very super-duper uh, secret ingredients that once you find them out, you'll be like, those are your secret ingredients? And be like, yeah. What's the secret ingredient in bratty spinach dip? I have no idea. I don't know because she makes it, I, and I'll eat some of it. I don't mind her. Her spinach dip is really, really good. That shit's gone, though. When she makes spinach dip, she, like, makes a little bit, and it's gone. So I, I, I couldn't tell you what that was. And by the way, by the way, if I knew the secret, I ain't going to tell you. I make poor man's baked beans by heating up some beans in a skillet with some salt, olive oil, and barbecue sauce, maybe tossing some diced-up ham or kielbasa. Anyway, if that's the way you like your see, I like my beans to be thick. Stick to your rib beans and, and have a lot of flavor to them. So, yeah. 
That's bullshit. You gave your frozen water one. Yes, I did that. I mean, I've given some out, and that was not frozen water. That was my recipe for ice. And I've given my recipe for toast, too. I wish I could make some donkey tails, but my fat man uh, chickpea flour tortillas don't roll up very well. That, 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 that. Ogre, I'm going to help you out. Let me help you out here. Um, the, the key to the, the, the donkey tails are you gotta find, you got to find smaller tortillas because they're going to expand anyway when you put them in the oil. You get them and you wrap them around there to where it's good and tight and you put you know the, the toothpicks in them, put a piece of cheese in there to kind of seal it all together. Perfect. Uh, made her enchiladas last night. Can't have that recipe either. Dag nabbit. Yeah, donkey tails are easy, man. I like donkey tails. You got to make those in the fryer. I, look, look, the air fryer. I like our air fryer. It's okay. But uh, it, 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 it's close, but not really. So there you go. All right. Last two here. Got to get through these because I got more music to play. So Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. Last part of the show with Tommy was nothing short of amazing because I, too, am a huge wrestling fan. I follow a lot of wrestling experts online and have to say that the knowledge that you and Tommy have on it blows me away. Well, we're kind of savants with that. And by the way, you have inspired me to start collecting wrestling T-shirts. Well, that's awesome. That is fantastic. Good for you. You should really do a wrestling-only podcast as well. Keep me laughing in the morning, my brother. That's from Kevin. I've done a wrestling show. I, I've teased about doing it. I'd love to do one again, Kevin. Um, I'm thinking about doing my all-time card. Like, the greatest card ever. Oh, I should try toothpicks. I have to use those imitation cheese cut down on cholesterol. That might work for our air fryer. There you go. Yeah, do the do the uh, toothpicks. Toothpick them some bitches together. It helps out a lot. Ready Kid says, Pammy, my secret is number one, you never answer your phone, and number two, love. <laughs> I do love talking about wrestling. And I might do I might do one here soon. I I'm not sure. We'll we'll see how that goes. Last Get that one. Sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, yeah. pay attention. Yeah. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. Okay. I wanted to come to the funniest guy I've ever heard and ask you this. Well, thank you for the compliment. If you could only watch one comedian from today's world, who would it be and why? You would be my choice, by the way. Well, Deborah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, okay, so one of today's comedians. It's a good question can only listen to one comedian for the rest of your life. I'm very interested in watching a, a special that's coming out, I think, in July. It's Tom Segura. I'm growing very fond of Tom Segura because he's just a mean but calm comedian. He doesn't get too worked up on stage, and but but he's very, very mean, and I like that about it. I would not put him in that category yet. Burt Kreischer, I wouldn't put in that category. I do love Burt Kreischer. His movie, uh, The Machine, comes out this weekend. Kind of looking forward to maybe seeing that, depending on what Christopher's seeing. 
You'd listen to me. I'm the funniest. Yes. Mage says, uh, Mage is getting into my top three comedians now. Um, I was trying to think if there's anybody. I used to really like Joe Coy, but Joe Coy became a pussy when he dated Chelsea Handler, so I don't like him that much anymore. He was very funny for a while. David Lucas. I don't know David Lucas. Um, There's so many comedians out there now. Um, Ronnie Chying is funny. Okay. Uh, So my top three would be this. um, And it would be down to two of them. But my number three would be Bill Burr. Because every time I see Bill Burr, I fucking die laughing. Swoosh has my top two of Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais just filmed his uh, new special at the Hollywood Bowl, and I cannot wait to see it. Jimmy Carr, I do love Jimmy Carr. Matt Reif, I I, I like Matt Reif kind of. I think he plays too much with the crowd. If he gets a crowd that doesn't want to play with him, we'll see. I, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because he's a very, very, very talented guy. I'm not going to say anything bad about any of these guys. Um. Dave Chappelle, to me, gets just close enough to political to where I have to pull back. I love Dave Chappelle, though. My top two comedians would be Bill Burr and Ricky Gervais, and if I could only watch one, it would probably be Ricky Gervais. Because Ricky Gervais says shit that when, when his first special came out and he was making fun of kids with AIDS, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I love him. I love Ricky Gervais. And, and I love Chappelle and I love Bill Burr. I'm not saying any of those people are bad, but you asked me if I could only have one it, it, of today's comedians. Yeah, it's, it's definitely Ricky Gervais. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. We got more 80s coming up now.
Turn on your radio 
talking over the voice over there um you gotta have wang chung in there i mean come on i don't need you gotta tell me what a wang chung is got a lot of uh people uh talking about the uh culture club song the karma chameleon by the way i hate that fucking song but it's very quintessential 80s song uh cowboys girl says we love this song straight fire then says faggiest song of all time um, 
you know, I'm going to have to is to straight fire. Correct the mundo. I think so. But I had to play. Had to, yeah, yeah, look, look, look. We got two days left. Wham is going to get played on one of these days, people. Get ready, because Wham is going to get played. Wham! My mom played this when I was little. Straight Fire says, child abuse. <laughs> uh, Timmy and Nicole, good morning to you. I wish this damn app would save my login info or keep me logged in. Sheesh! Sheesh! That's a Scottish word for fuck. Timmy and Nicole, good morning to you. I miss you guys. Hope y'all are doing good. Um, let's see. Very LGBTQ plus of you to play this, Arnie. Yes, yes, it was. Mm, Straight Fire says, okay, I like it more now. <laughs> uh, Ogre had to leave. He says, has a great Wednesday. You too, my friend. Uh, such an inclusive show. Still don't know what a Wang Chung is. God, I love that song so much. Mage, this one goes to you. <laughs> Uh, Asian reparation, everybody Wang Chung tonight. And go kung fu fighting has been played during <laughs> Pearl Harbor Remembrance Month. The 80s band Wang Chung took its name from the Chinese term for the first note of the Chinese musical scale, though the bassist said it meant means whenever you want it to mean. When the band interjected the phrase into the lyrics, everybody have fun tonight, the lingo became Gen X a shorthand, yes. Uh, I don't know what freedom is about gay guy coming out. You can't get more gay than that. Well, freedom is just the greatest pop song of all time. That, that, that's all there is to it because the video had supermodels and, and, and Kathy Ireland was in a bathtub. May have spilled some knuckle children to it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not confirming nor denying. Hey, man, it was. Look. When did that fucking song come out? When did freedom come out? Freedom 1998, 90, 90, 98, or 1989, 89, 90. Yeah, yeah. I look here. Six-minute song. I could probably do two go-arounds back then. Watching that video. Man, oh, man. Christy Turlington. All them hot models. Whew. That's a good video. All right. We got to talk about some stuff here. Um. Let, let, I got a shitty story. Let, let's get this shitty story out of the way first. And it happened in Florida, but I ain't going to play the Florida man thing here uh, because these people are dirtbags. And this is just the first of many that will be probably sadly reporting this year. Florida parents leave a toddler in a car for 14 fucking hours. Now, I got to say, yeah, but the baby died. The baby was at 107 degrees when they were pronounced dead. The baby cooked to death in the back of a car because parents got off work at midnight before picking up their children. The girl and the four-year-old from the babysitter before returning home, leaving them in the car and falling asleep inside her home. She didn't remember seeing the, the girl was in the car until 3.30 in the afternoon. So the kid was in the car for almost 12 hours. Or even longer. I got to say this now. I, I've never had kids. Never wanted kids. None of that. And every once in a while, we get the responsibility to take Roscoe with us to places. We're babysitting. If we go out, we can't just leave him here. He's got to be at least a year old for that. I told him he can't start dipping until he's five. 
He's got two little front teeth right now that I I'm, I really want to pack a dip in right behind those front teeth. But I know I, I told him he's got to wait till five. Um, I, I'm just going to say this right now. Um, for people that leave their kids in the car, there's no excuse. There's absolutely positively no excuse. I have to tell you the true story of the house right now. Um, Bubba, my dog, my French Mastiff. Oh, Arnie, the parents suffered enough already. Yeah, that's my favorite excuse that law enforcement gives these assholes. Um, Bubba's been one of my favorite dogs of all time. He, he's a dick sometimes, but, man, he has a great personality. And he, he makes me laugh more than any other dog has ever made me laugh. And he's fucking angered me more than most other dogs, but he's he's a good dog. And Bubba is terrified of Roscoe. Terrified. Literally terrified. Now, Roscoe has this little walker that he has, a little Jeep that he likes to just break all of our ankles with. Go, Roscoe. I started dipping Copenhagen when I was eight. All right. Well, we, we got to wait till five. Um. And this is Roscoe's done nothing wrong. Roscoe's a baby. Bubba has no idea how to be around him, so I have to pay extra attention when, when Roscoe's out and and crawling around doing what babies do, and when Bubba's around, because Bubba doesn't know how to react to it. I pay attention to it. Not even my fucking kid. Kid doesn't share any of my genetics. I mean, otherwise that kid'd be blessed. But that's a whole different story. Um, I pay attention to the kid. I know where I know where that little kid is at most times of the day because I'm the one. I Brady kid is the exact same way. She knows exactly where he is. We didn't have to tie a bell around his neck or anything like that. We know where he is at all times. Why? Because he's a baby. And babies do stupid things. Why? Because they're babies. And these people that leave the kids in. How do you leave a kid in the car? How, how do you forget that your kids are in the car? I don't mean to go off on this topic, but I, I'm going to go off on this topic. There is absolutely, positively, no reason to leave your kids in the car. Oh, I forgot they were there. How did you forget they were there? How in the fuck did you forget? You strapped them into the car seats, didn't you? I think you've lost him once in the house. Roster just comes stalking into a room with a cracker in hand staring at you right now. Yeah, pretty much. There is no excuse for these people. These people are fucking... it. I don't want to call them murderers, but they are manslaughterers for sure. And this idea, and, and straight fire, I appreciate that because it did bring a, a little cheer to me when you said, oh, they've suffered enough already because that used to be the, the line they gave these parents. No charges will be brought against the parents because they suffered enough already. I never understood that even back when this was a huge, when it, when it first started. And it, by the way, this is a pandemic that we need to stop. And it's real easy. It's called paying fucking attention. I was never as mad at this subject as I was when I went to Vegas one summer for a wedding of a a fat lady. We'll just say that. 
And there was a there was a public service announcement from the Las Vegas Police Department that was playing during I don't know some some game or some shit I was watching on TV. And I, I'm watching this fucking commercial, and the Las Vegas Police Department says, leave something important in your back seat like a cell phone. So you're telling me a cell phone is more important than your child, and you're going to remember your cell phone more than you're going to remember your child. For the love of God. Oh, we can't charge you. Why can't you charge these people? They allowed their kid to die. My Honda Pilot has a Bluetooth connection to my baby's car seat and left unattended will set the alarm off the car. And by the way, by the way, and, and then you say, I don't need that to remember to get my kid out of the car. And I, I would appreciate that. And I, I, I would expect that, Donald, that you don't need it. How sad is it that we have that now in cars? How sad is it now that, hot mama, you just beat me right here. When I turn off my car, it reminds me to get my cell phone crazy. My truck will remind me, if we put anything in the back seat, like, I don't know, fucking milk or juice back there, if we open the back doors and we're, we're loading up, a little message will come on. We say, check the back seats for all, all, all your stuff or some bullshit, right? I don't need Chevy telling me that. I know that there's a kid back there. You know why? Because I'm not a fucking, I'm not a queeftard. I'm not a queeftard that leaves my kid in a fucking hot car. Fucking Christ Almighty. So this is the first time I'm reporting it of 2023. It won't be the last, and I'm sad about that. Now, on to Bill Gates. This story about Bill Gates just makes me laugh. Um, there was an affair that Jeffrey Epstein uh, threatened to report on Bill Gates. So you can tell they weren't really friends. If See, see here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I have a friend, let, let, let's call my friend Tommy, shall we? And if my friend Tommy ever did anything nefarious to his wife, it, it, well, let's see. I like his wife, so I can't use that because I would be, I, I would have to tell his wife. Let's say, let, let's say this is, uh, we'll, we'll call a friend named Donnie. And his wife I can't stand. And if Donnie had an affair on her, I probably wouldn't say anything. Probably wouldn't say anything because I don't really like her that much. It, 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 but, but, but here's the thing. Here's the other thing I wouldn't do. I wouldn't use that against Donnie later in life to get something for myself because I'm friends with him. Well, Jeffrey Epstein had a, a detailed uh, knowledge of this affair that Bill Gates had with a bridge player from Russia who, by the way, he was 30 years older then. Now, I got to say something. If you're in your mid-20s, how in the fuck outside of his money do you find Bill Gates attractive? I mean, you were just fucking him for the money. Because you look at Bill. Bill Gates is a geek. I, I, I will say this right now. I will say this and live by it. I guarantee. That, that his wife, Melinda was an ugly piece of trash when they first met. And through the billions of dollars he got, he made her into something that, well, people could stomach in public. Because otherwise, ain't nobody going to marry him and stay that long and let him let him mount them. Aren't you said backdoor? 
Well, it might be moving your way soon, Arnie. Texas passed a bill for fake enrollment, cheating, and voting. You can go ahead and color Texas bright red now. I already did. I've raised two kids from babies now. One is 24, one is 15. Never forgot them where they are or left them unattended. I'll say it, Ray. Gates was a Russian spy. You know what? Here, here's the thing. Bill Gates is not cool enough to be a spy. If Bill Gates was a spy, we would have found out. Because Bill Gates, look, look, to be a spy, you got to be kind of a badass. Let, 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 let's be honest. you got to be kind of a badass. you got to be kind of like, Bill Gates can't break 100 on a damn golf course. That motherfucker ain't no damn spy. He would have taken the cyanide pill a long time ago. But I think it's funny that, that, that this affair that's been, you know, shh, shh, is now out in public. And Bill Gates looks even creepier. By the way, anybody who hasn't been creeped out by Bill Gates his entire existence, y'all need to fuck, y'all need to get your eyes checked. First time I saw that motherfucker, I was like, boy, oh boy, I bet you his favorite fucking shoes are white vans. Think about that joke and it'll settle in for you. Anybody watch NASCAR anymore? Just wondering. Because did, did you see what happened this weekend? Um, race car driver uh, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace was, was seen uh, in, in taking in a photo where he's flipping off the camera. Now, something you might not know about NASCAR is NASCAR is still a good old boy sport. As much as they fucked it up with the rule changes and the race changes and all this kind of bullshit, instead of doing the old Winston Cup series, they've changed it all around. Well, I don't know what happened to Bubba Wallace this weekend, but he was not happy in the picture and he flipped it off and there's big fucking big middle finger right next to his McDonald's fucking logo. Bubba Wallace is not a good race car driver. And it's not because he's black. It's because he's not a good race car driver. Bubba Wallace is the next coming of Danica Patrick. Now, I, I remember when I first started this show, I used to go off on Danica Patrick, and that drove, it drove uh, this one lady so upset that she would write me and she would tell me how wrong I was about Danica Patrick. The problem was I wasn't wrong. Danica, Danica Patrick was a shitty race car driver. She won one race, and it was over in Japan against a bunch of Japanese drivers. It wasn't even a NASCAR race. Bubba Wallace is the next coming of that, and it's because he's black. I'm not afraid to say it. I'll say it. They're giving this guy so, so much leniency and so much because that photo of him flipping off in the NASCAR world would usually be a, a fine in the thousands of dollars, but he's not going to get fined for it because he's Bubba Wallace. Remember, this is the same guy, the same guy who reported a noose hanging in his garage. You remember that? Remember the noose in his garage that the FBI investigated? And when the FBI got down there, they did hours worth of investigating, and then it was some old boy who worked in the garage said, hey, that ain't no noose. That's the deal to pull up and down the garage, dummy. 
It's on every door. And as they looked down the row of doors, they saw all these ropes. Yet Al Sharpton came out and spoke about it. Every black pundit on ESPN had had the audacity to come out and, and just rip NASCAR for being a redneck sport. Surprised they're not burning crosses there on the racetrack. Oh, our bad. Whoops. You see, because when you go looking for something, you're always going to find it when it comes to that. If it's your keys, you're never going to find it. If you're looking for racism, you can find racism everywhere. Isn't it funny? Isn't it peculiar how the the one side got all upset and claimed racism and all kinds of bad shit against Aunt Jemima? And Uncle Ben, the cream of wheat guy, they'll be damned. That's racist. We will never buy these products again if you put these people on here. But just two, and that's how long it's been, two years later, one, two, possibly three, they put a, a transgender person on a can and people react, and that left side that came out and said how bad those other ones were, or, wow, the right is just overreacting. This is disgusting. How dare you try to cancel a product over who's on the cover? Do, do you think that Land O'Lakes, another one, do you think we're not paying attention to all this? The blatant hypocrisy? Fuck that guy, shitty racer to boot, crashes three out of five races. Uh, Bubba's a disgrace, not for the finger, but because he's trash. He claims racism every time he loses, like drivers are supposed to move over because he's black. Yes, trash. He also prides himself that he's got a Confederate flag taken out of NASCAR. He's a crybaby bitch. I saw a very fucking, very funny photo last night. Um, it was ludicrous when, you, 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 we all remember the, the, the rapper, right? I, I mean, I'm I'm going old school hip hop here. Well, not that old school, but old enough to where he was kind of a, you know, kind of a one or two hit kind of guy. And then he got involved in movies. He makes them Fast and Furious deals. Yeah, uh, where did? What am I doing? I need the L's. I don't need the M's. Ludicrous. There we go. This song right here. Remember him? I saw him performing this song a few years ago. He had a pair of pants on that had four. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Move, bitch. Get out the way. He had four Confederate flags on his jeans and a jacket that was a Confederate flag jean jacket. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Move. He's black. That's weird. Hey, man, it's fucking ridiculous. Bro, F back, bring back Aunt Jemima. Luda. It's just stupid. Bubba Wallace is a piece of trash. And the reason why he's still in NASCAR is A, he's black, and B, Michael Jordan is team owner. There you go. Uh, Dollar General. <laughs> now, now, this has a chance. I, I don't know if y'all got Dollar Generals out there. Everything's a dollar store. See, here in the South, we got Dollar General. 
Dollar General down in the South is a whole different animal than it is anywhere else. Because people will actually shop there. Like, they'll get a cart out, and they'll shop at Dollar General. And Dollar General all has this funky smell of, of, of plastic and, and, and pine saw. Well, a doorbell camera caught what happened. On May 11th, around 11.20, this happened in Fresno. Christopher, this could have been by you, for God's sakes. This could have been you. A doorbell camera shows a man on a bicycle cruising along a sidewalk in Fresno when suddenly, out of nowhere, a white Honda fucking clouds into him. Pretty much, uh, the, the white Honda pretty much says... Hits him. By the way, the person driving the car was a Dollar General employee. By the way, they he hit the guy because the guy was shoplifting. So, so the Dollar General employee got into his car, fetched this motherfucker on a bike, and then took him out. This is so awesome. Now, uh, let me read through the story a little bit to see what's going to happen because I do believe the Dollar General employee is going to get the shit fired out of him along with probably getting sued. The Dollar General by my house smells strong of urine. Well, they haven't gotten their dollar shipments of Pine Sol yet. That's why. They'll take care of it then. Um... City police were unable to confirm any details, but they said a call of action was made between dispatchers and officers regarding the incident. Um, the man who owns the house on the road equipped with the doorbell cam said he had not heard from the police. I mean, it fucked up dude's bike pretty damn good. It's fantastic that the Dollar General employee fucking fetched him down. Uh, let's see. I, I It doesn't say in here what's happened to the employee. If anybody hears, please send me an email what happened. I, I, I can almost, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say. I guarantee. That that employee gets fired. Yeah. We just got one and we love it. My friend was mad because he said property values will go down. I laughed and said, no, it won't because they made it next to a trailer park. Oh, shit. They're going to be out of everything tomorrow. We have Dollar Tree. It's been taken over by the homeless. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, I, I loathe. And it's not because I'm better than those people. I just they they those stores just have crap, like literal crap. I remember I was buying some ice trays one time because I didn't have an ice maker in my my and and the one I bought sometimes would be on the fritz, so I'd have to get ice trays and make them because I like ice in my soda, and. uh I went to Walmart and bought them. They were like two bucks each. And the girl goes, why don't you just go to dollar store and get them for a dollar? I go, because then I'd be at the fucking dollar store. I go, it's not bad enough I'm buying the cheap ones from here, but I don't want to go to the dollar store. What are those going to be good for one batch of ice and then done? I can't get mad because it was a dollar. Hate the dollar stores. God damn. All right, last story here. 
I gotta, I gotta find the right music here for this. There we go. This is uh this the you can find this at the uh, at a temple in Thailand. Um, footage shows an anatomically correct replica of female genitalia engraved it with prayers at a Buddhist shrine. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about a four-foot golden vagina. Women from all over the world go to the four-foot golden vagina and pray to help them become more fertile. Devotees have built a matching golden penis surrounded by eight smaller ones to complement the selection of vulvas on show. (laughs) They use the word vulva. I love the word vulva. Uh, The genitalia shrine has become a hit in local council. We want to ensure the shrine come complies with the moral standards, we'd order them to remove signs that might be vulgar. It was also found to be disrespectful to have a Buddhist shrine so close to genitalia statues, so we ordered that it move to a new position. And there's the big golden peepee, and it's pointed down. The other golden peepees are pointed up. The big one pointed down. Mama, mama, can we go to Thailand? I want to get a picture next to the four-foot vagina. You want a four-foot vagina? Come here. (laughs) Oh, God damn it. Leave it to them wacky people. Mm. A four-foot vagina. Sorry, I'm texting right now. I have to get something. Uh, if I want to see a huge pussy, I'd go see Biden at the White House. Hell, if I want to see a huge pussy, I'd go watch fucking Kamala speak somewhere. You know, that thing's busting out of them pants at some point in the day. I would take a picture with my head in it, acting like it was eating me. See, what I'd like to do, see, I, I'd like to destroy this, and I know, I know that's horrible. But I'd like to somehow drill from the other side and be able to come out of it. I'm born again. That gives a new meaning to born again right there. Oh, shit. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Oh, my jokes of the day. I got to leave you with my jokes of the day. Uh, How does R2-D2 have sex? He nuts and bolts. And what's worse than your dad's foot in your ass? His semen. All right, that is going to do it for us today, as family. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, 
Have a fantastic, have a glorious, have a very, very fun. Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! And until tomorrow, adios, everybody! San Antonio Everything that I got Is just what I've got on When that sun is high In that Texas sky I'll be bucking at the county fair Amarillo by morning Amarillo I'll be there They took my saddle in Houston Broke my leg in Santa Fe Lost my wife and a girlfriend Somewhere along the way But I'll be looking for eight when they pull that gate And I hope that judge ain't blind Amarillo by morning Amarillo's on my mind Amarillo by morning Up from San got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.